0: BG Mania, a video game music podcast for February 19th, 2020, is made possible by Level Down Games. Check us out over at leveldowngames.com for the latest reviews and brand new episodes of both BG Mania, a video game music podcast every Wednesday, and Max Level, a video game podcast every Monday. On with the show. BG Mania, a weekly video game music podcast brought to you by Level Down Games. I'm Brian, joined as always by Frank. What up, players? If this is your first time stumbling upon our neck of the Lost Woods in VGM land, welcome. BG Mania is a cornucopia of extra special music that we hold dear, both from the days of our childhood through modern consoles and new releases. That's right, we focus on retro to current games with everything included in between. What we like to do here at BG Mania is challenge ourselves to never play the same track more than once, except for special occasion episodes, which will always be announced in advance, and they don't happen that often. So you're guaranteed to hear something new, something fresh, and something exciting each and every single week. As always, we hope you enjoyed the episode we have lined up for your listening pleasure today. Do not forget to head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to us and leave that five-star rating and a review. Please, please, please. So we continue to climb those charts in terms of search results. The sacred and divine. As we mentioned at the end of last week's episode, I have been kind of tossing around this idea of doing a an episode kind of centered around sanctuary music or cathedral music, church music, temple music. Music that, you know, we have played certain things before on BG Mania that I've often described as feeling very spiritual or very ethereal. But I wanted to do an entire episode of music that really, in a sense and in a way, does come from areas in video games or just video games in general that have to do with church. Uh, I thought it would be an interesting concept and topic to talk about because a lot of the music that we enjoy does sound kind of like this. Chanty, sometimes, you know, like church organs, like it's all really cool sounding.
1: And uh, Brian, def- you're definitely going to test this as well. When doing some research, I did not realize how deep this category really is. Like we could do a part two, three and four on this
0: bad boy. Oh, yeah, no, there's so many. Like, obviously, you know, we get into the realm of, of Japanese RPGs and that kind of stuff, which, you know, I will say I heavily picked from on this episode because that's where a lot of my experience lies. And some of my favorite tracks come from that. But usually there's always like some type of church or sanctuary in those games that you visit that have unique music. Obviously, we've played some very iconic temple church music before. You know, you think Sanctuary from Link to the Past or Temple of Time from Twilight Princess and Ocarina of time, any Zelda temple music we've generally already played, which is why you're not going to see Zelda on the episode today. But, you know going into this episode, I already had 20-plus tracks saved in my own personal playlist, and then you sent eight additional tracks for your list that didn't match anything that I already had had. So, I, I can definitely tell you for sure, we will do another episode on this at some point in the future. Not this year. I don't like to repeat the same types of concepts each, you know, in the same calendar year, but there will be another episode centered around this idea in the future, because there's a lot of good music out there that does does sound like this and that does fit this theme. And I opened the, the episode this week, and my first pick was Gehrig Mock Cathedral from the recently released Fire Emblem Three Houses that came out on July 26, 2019 on Nintendo Switch. Three composers. I was unable to find a breakdown for this particular track. I did find a breakdown of certain tracks in the game, like who composed what. But on the uh, the lists I was able to find, Garrig Mock Cathedral wasn't actually on there. So we'll give blanket credit to all three. We have Takario Kanazaki, Hiroki Morishida, and Ria condo and I picked this specific track to open the episode with because I feel like it has that flair and style that I envisioned when putting this episode together in my head like when I first started formulating this idea like you know church organ there's some type of choir in the background you know very high pitched it's very spiritual at this point in the game in three houses you know Gergmach Cathedral is one of the locations that you can visit at Garrig Mach Monastery, which is like the university that your character Bialyth shout out to you for getting into Smash Brothers Ultimate, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he teaches there, one of the three houses, and, you know, you can eventually visit the cathedral after it unlocks and you go in there. It's a super spiritual, super cool place. Um, it just it's really an interesting area and the music there changes to this when you're inside there you know the rest of the monastery sounds nothing like this and when I when that music transitioned I was like oh my god like I instantly penciled into like I know for a fact I have to uh I have to play from this when we do our our sacred and divine episode and I'm gonna actually interject here for a second I actually gave you guys a little tease two weeks ago that I was gonna play something from Crusader Ascenti on the episode today I changed my mind I'm not <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) I said that I would have a a track that fit this theme from Crusader Ascenti. And while there is still a track that fits it from that soundtrack, I do have it saved for when we do like a part two or a part three or something. Because when I narrowed down my list of 20 plus that I had, I I came upon these eight for very specific reasons. So, yeah, I I took that one off. So I did give a a false tease a few weeks ago and I do apologize about that. But the tracks that we do have lined up today, the 16 tracks, eight from me, eight from Frank, I I think you guys are going to really enjoy. Um, That was an amazing track from Three Houses. Like I said, that's one of my favorite tracks off of that extensive soundtrack.
1: I legitimately felt like I was in church listening to that. Like, that's something I would definitely hear on the church organ.
0: Yeah. And that's totally the point of this episode. Obviously, some things aren't going to sound like you're in church, but the whole idea of this is to have a very, like, spiritual, very uh, just out of body, out of mind experience with this episode and to see kind of where we can take this. Uh, You know, obviously, we're not going to get into religion or anything like that here on the show today. It's something we're definitely going to avoid, even though this is music centered around cathedrals and church which is we're not uh, we're not going to like drive any specific religions. You know, I do believe certain things. Frank believes certain things, but we're, we're not going to try to impose any of that kind of stuff. We're just here to enjoy the music.
1: And for my pick from the only true religion. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm taking aback, back, man. I would take it. You know, I wanted to grab something from the Fallout universe. And I was like, you know what? If we're going to do that, let's go to Fallout 1. OK, so from Fallout, this is Acolytes of the New God. And that was Acolytes of a New God from Fallout, which came out October 10th, 1997, here in North America, and is composed by Mark Morgan. Uh, that, that, that's that's just your typical churchy, bellish, evil acolyte kind of music. I like it. It's
0: I was going to say, it's definitely a lot more sinister than maybe... Well, we might have a couple other tracks, specifically from ones that you picked, that do have more of a sinister tone in them as well I, today. To
1: be, yeah, to be fair, when I did my, when I was doing my research, I was typing in... Dark church, evil church. Uh, yeah, destroy, I had a you destroy, were. Destroy, <laughs> like destroyed temple. like Because I figure I wanted to balance it. I figured you'd go more of the... Uh... The, the upbeat kind of
0: deal yeah I, t- I totally did but I um that one definitely like I said it, it's very unsettling like you just have that bell ringing consistently throughout the entire track uh definite gothic vibes from that it's it's so cool sounding I like that a lot
1: now do you remember the original Fallout? and it's been a minute since the games went out but uh that was uh... I
0: I do remember it uh I was never huge into the original two Fallouts uh I didn't get super invested into fallout out until three.
1: That's how most of us are, uh, but, yeah, this, the, but I do remember it. But yeah, but just the, the whole lore behind this, the whole situation going on where like they're they're praising just just kind of how i fall out there, how they're praising the atomic bomb. They're praising, you know, the death and destruction. So, yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, if I heard this in church, I probably would have crapped myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it definitely uh, like I said, it's definitely unsettling. And yeah, I I could man like it, it. it But it here's the cool thing about it. That track fits the like the the world of Fallout very well. Obviously, you know, with the nuclear destruction and all that kind of stuff, uh, it fits in there perfectly. So I, I can I can hear that any day in a Fallout game, and that'd be super cool. So Yeah, that was a great choice. I like that one a lot. Uh, I, man, I don't, I, I didn't put my tracks in order. The only one I knew I wanted to start with was Fire in the Three Houses. So I, I didn't put my tracks in any specific order. But what I made sure that I did because we don't have a lot of retro stuff on the show show this week. I think you have one of your eight Comes from something that would be considered like chiptune, tune, uh, because you have sure, an know, SNES. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have an SNES track on there. So I, I made sure to uh, to include a couple retro things in my list, and I'm going to go back to what is definitely our oldest release that we're going to have on the show today. So from an NES game that I had not heard of until I did research for this topic, by the name of Un- Uninvited. Have you heard of this game?
1: The Uninvited? No, no. It's actually just called
0: it's it's just called uninvited i think it is i may have Um, heard of that (laughs) yeah it's uh, i i looked into it a little bit i didn't watch any gameplay of it but i did look at some pictures reminded me a lot of like um friday the 13th or something with with some of the screenshots that i saw but i don't know exactly but it's called uninvited the name of the track is chapel was Chapel from uninvited on the NES released sometime in 1991. It's the only information I could find on it Uh, composed by Hiroyuki Masuno. And I did look into some of the gameplay while we were listening to that track. It definitely is point and click like Frank uh, suggested there uh, before we actually listen to it. And it looks like you're moving around this particular house maybe avoiding like a specific demon type of character. And you know, the, the chapel room is just one of the rooms that you can stumble upon. And the soundtrack for this game, obviously, is an AS game. It's not super extensive, but the music changes when you enter the chapel room and it just says something about, like, being a a desolate area of worship or something like that. And you can see, like, idols and I don't know, it looks really interesting. I don't know that it would have been a game that I super enjoyed. I know you obviously do like the point and click type stuff and probably probably would have enjoyed this on the NES. But I really enjoy that tune. Like it's classic NES style chip tune type music. Uh it's interesting to hear like the the 8-bit chip tune style of church sanctuary music. As opposed to a lot of the other things we're going to hear today, which is very, you know, deep choir, deep choral type music that, you know, we could hear any day today. So I wanted to have some retro stuff in there as well.
1: That was a good pick. I mean, I um, I can almost guarantee I played this game, too, because this is very much like Shadowgate or Deja Vu. Like, I, I played all those things to death back in the day.
0: Yeah, I'd be actually curious if you did play this because, and and, and, and
1: I'm willing to bet that like the rest of the soundtrack is probably spooky. I mean, like this is like the one little calm, happy piece.
0: It sort of is. Yeah, like I said, I I, (laughs) I kind of browsed browsed around a little bit of the soundtrack, and it definitely uh, it definitely had some unsettling tones to it. Obviously, the game is meant to be unsettling, so yeah, it's interesting. And I was glad I was able to find an NES pick that fit this particular theme so that was cool to me too
1: um you know what i'm gonna go to a series that i've lost my love for i've lost the passion is gone but uh this game actually is pretty good um from super street fighter 4 back when it was good uh this is the old temple stage The old temple stage from Super Street Fighter 4, which was released here April 27th, 2010, composed by Hideyuki Fukasawa. Um, like I said, I actually really loved Super Street Fighter 4. I loved Street Fighter 4, then all the add ons they kept building to it, adding more characters. Uh, solid fighting game, nice return to form. I hate Street Fighter 5, but we're not talking about that now. We're talking about the music. And uh, this old temple stage is literally an old temple, uh, and it's 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 in Japan, and it's where Ryu. And Akuma do their battle. Uh, it's very highly religious, you know, good versus evil, and uh, definite Buddhism vibes. Just for, for, the, for the location that it is, it is permanently burned into my brain because I've had this fight hundreds and hundreds of times trying to beat Akuma. He's not, not I yeah, I, yeah. I,
0: ne- I didn't play a ton of uh, Super Street Fighter Four. Now, obviously, it is a game that I did jump into for a little bit after it came out, but. What tends to happen for me in fighting games is I I definitely don't stick around that often in them. Very rarely do I do that. Mortal Kombat probably being the exception. Uh, I do remember this stage though. It's definite. I I like that you picked this particular track because it it leans more towards like Buddhism, I guess, in terms of a religion, and we we get to hear like some Japanese stylings there. And it it just like we're, we're we're covering more spectrums of religion than I actually thought we would. And more aspects of, like, the, those stylings of music, because the music is all different in those types of things, so that's actually really cool to hear.
1: Yeah, um, I would love for them to return back to form like this, though. Just, you know, I, I can't get over the fact that Street Fighter V was just a flaming... Dump. It piss me off. It just
2: doesn't that. It's,
0: <laughs> it's actually funny because uh, I'm I'm currently, as we record this, having a chat with uh, I don't know if you if you're seeing this with uh, with Bedroth up in our BG Mania channel on, uh, on on Discord. Bedroth, one of our loyal listeners to both Max Level and BG Mania, and uh, he says hi, Frank. But uh, <laughs> oh, I say hello as well. He, uh, what well, you could say hi as well. He's he's well, in Discord. I,
1: I, I mean, I'm actually in there. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah, but but you, but you could actually get in there and say hi and do it hi and live at the same time. But <laughs> there you go. <laughs> He uh, just got around to listening to our 1994 episode and said it was fun to hear some of the deep cuts, since obviously that's a topic, an idea that's been explored in a few other different podcasts across the years. But uh, we played a lot of different tracks because, um, you know, obviously with our theme, we never play the same track more than once. It does make our themed episodes so much different because we don't pick the same types of tracks that normally other people pick because we're forced to do other things because we've probably already played a lot of the heavy hitters. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we
1: do. We definitely want to get a category. We try to go for the heavy hitters first. <laughs>
0: yeah but it's uh it's funny because he said that uh, he was asking a buddy because he recently is starting up his own podcast hasn't released it officially yet, but he's been recording some episodes and uh they were talking about a topic that they could you know actually do together and I guess his friend is a religious studies major getting his doctorate in Hindu theology and the Mahabharata so he asked if he'd ever thought about doing like a sacred music episode and then at the end of our show last week we mentioned that was our upcoming episode so it's kind of funny how that all played out that's pretty cool. <laughs> So, Bedroth, if you end up doing a, uh, a topic idea centered around this idea as well, I'd love to hear the music that you guys come up with and, and talk to about or talk about. But, uh, yeah, our, our episode is definitely uh, – hopefully you're enjoying it. Obviously, I'm, we're talking to you in Discord, and now we're, you're hearing us talk about you as we talked about you in Discord. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Super, I don't know, just the uh, the Buddhism kind of because he talked about Hinduism there a little bit. So it was uh, it was funny that, you know, that was the track that you chose to play there. But I do enjoy it. I did like that a lot. And uh, Super Street Fighter 4 does have a really good soundtrack. Obviously, I know your issues with Street Fighter 5. You're not picking up the Champions Edition that just came out, I'm assuming then.
1: Oh, I need to have it in my life. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they just put out the uh, the Champions Edition update uh, literally last week, I think it was, or two weeks ago or something. Could, so. could they
1: put out the Good Working Edition with characters in it?
0: Well, that's probably going to be uh, Street Fighter 6 I'm assuming, when that eventually comes out. So. <laughs>
1: yeah, Street Fighter Six is going to have nobody you've ever heard of.
0: <laughs> Basically. <laughs> You're playing as Chad. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Big shout out to all the Chads out there.
0: But now we're going to actually go to a heavy hitter that we've yet to play. Speaking of how we sometimes don't have heavy hitters in our episodes because we've already played a lot of them. This is a heavy hitter from a heavy hitter game. uh, Dragon Quest 8 Journey of the Cursed King. I was glad we hadn't actually played this track yet, but we have I I specifically haven't played it for, for a reason because I knew we were going to be doing this episode at some point. And it is the same music across all the Dragon Quest games. Uh, so I, I was glad that I was still able to pick this and this is something that you definitely have yet to hear on BG Mania. So again, from Dragon Quest 8, the name of the track is Sanctuary. was Sanctuary from Dragon Quest 8 Journey of the Cursed King. It released uh, November 15th, 2005 here in North America composed by the Dragon Quest composer Koichi Sugiyama who, you know, we basically had a mini deep dive of him when we did our Dragon Quest 1, 2, and 3 episode. Uh, what was that? Actually, that was the beginning of the year. Yeah, we started the new year off with Dragon Quest 1, 2, and 3, so if you ended up missing that episode or if this is your uh, one of your first episodes, you're a new listener to BG Mania, go back and check that out if you enjoyed what you heard. And I hope you enjoyed what you heard because that tune man so iconic it's so Dragon Quest but it really is one of my favorite pieces of like a sanctuary type music that exists in video games those trumpets are incredible. And it's very like a, regal, very... Yeah, as it's meant to be. Yeah. It's, it's definitely meant to be that. And as we talked about in that Dragon Quest 1, 2, and 3 episode, they do reuse a lot of the same music. Like, a lot of tracks that we heard in Dragon Quest 3 and 1 are redone for, like, Dragon Quest 11, which I just recently finished the uh, Switch version. This track also exists in the Switch version of Dragon Quest 11. So, I love that they have these overarching i <laughs> Like, themes that just, like, this is the sanctuary theme for Dragon Quest. Like, when Dragon Quest Twelve comes out, I'll be sad if this isn't reused there as well. Like, that's just how they do things, and I like that it brings, even though the Dragon Quest games are loosely tied together, the music ties them together even more. Uh, Koichi Sugiyama, like I said, he's definitely up there in age. I hope he sticks around. I definitely don't want to see him go anytime soon. I love his work, and he just absolutely Nailed that sanctuary cathedral feel with this particular track.
1: May he live for a hundred thousand years. I hope so. Um, you know what? Let's do this. Let's do this, Brian. Your boy picked from a mobile game. You did because when thinking about the theme, I was like, hmm, sanctuaries, temples, Temple Run. So, (laughs) so from the Temple Run Frozen Shadows edition, this is Frozen Shadows. was the frozen shadows from temple run 2 which was released january 24th 2013 here in north america uh composer of natalia lucky um yeah again i was going for different religions i also wanted to you know fit the temple in there so this is more of like an aztec mayan something in that area whatever who else is over there Dinkas. The
0: uh, yeah i think the yeah they definitely over there as well somewhere where they were um, i don't know they, if they still
1: and, are uh, also whoever you know runs the kingdom of the crystal skull <laughs> um
0: it's because, uh because, because that was a great movie. Um no um It's Tumble it's definitely it's more of a uh like I don't know, like, tribal, like, like tribal, tribal yeah, tribal warrior type of a feel to it. But it's at the same time, you know, we were just kind of listening to that and spacing out. It's somewhat relaxing a little bit. Like just I don't know, maybe maybe it's just the beat, maybe it gets to you over time, but uh I, I liked it is, that. It was it, cool. It's a, little,
1: it's a little weird hearing this without all the other noises you hear while playing the game um you know because this is temple runner it's a, it's, a, it's a running game it's what it is uh grabbing power-ups and stuff and collectible, collectible thingies um but if you remember this is like i was telling brian this is one of the biggest games of all time i mean we you know no one talks about it anymore because no one plays it anymore that's the, the nature of the beast with a mobile game but uh there was a time where everybody's it was glued to this game Just like uh, trivia crack, which no one plays anymore.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think anyone actually. Man, I've never even heard of that one to be honest. Really? Yeah. I mean, I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say like words with friends or something. That old
1: words of friends too is out now. Yeah, that was a game everybody was playing at the time, and people stopped playing with me because I'm too smart.
0: <laughs> I highly doubt that. No, I'm just kidding.
1: I, I swear, to God, I swear. People were getting pissed playing with me. Like, how do you know these things? I'm like, I'm sorry that I've been studying for years to be on Jeopardy, and it's gonna happen one day. And one,
0: I don't know the answer. I'm gonna write low on games. You and uh, you and Kyle both uh, both are trying it's to our, get on Jeopardy. Gonna,
1: we're gonna get on at the same time. Okay. <laughs> I'd love to see it.
0: I'd love to see it.
1: We will plan out to become. Uh, Co-Champions.
0: Co-Champions. Yeah, I'd love to see it. But yeah, man, I like that track, you know, not a whole lot going on there, but it is very relaxing, definite, uh, you know, just what you would expect from a a very old style type of a temple music or like I said, very tribal. I, I liked it a lot. It really, really, really cool, really cool track. I like that a lot. If you're looking for a new all purpose gaming related podcast to listen to, look no further than the Max Level Podcast. Every Monday morning, five friends have a breakfast powwow about the hottest topics in gaming that week while discussing the games they've been spending time with over the past seven days. Featuring Brian, Frank, Sean, Kyle, and Dan from leveldowngames.com. There's never a down moment when it comes to pertinent information or laugh-out-loud moments. They'll break down upcoming games, hidden gems, and encourage listener participation through guessing games and questions. Find the Max Level Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or anywhere else you consume your daily podcasts. Where am I gonna go next? That is the question. You know what? I'm gonna go to something that I really think you're gonna enjoy, Frank. I'm gonna go to an MMO that was developed by a team of ex-World of Warcraft veterans. You know, they split off from Blizzard, they made their own studio, they tried to make a game. It didn't do nearly as well, the studio ended up shutting down, the servers for the game ended up shutting down a few years ago, but that takes away nothing from the music, because the music is incredible. From Wildstar, this is is Hymn of the Six, otherwise known as the Vigilant Church Theme. that was Hymn of the Sixth, otherwise known as the Vigilant Church Theme from Wildstar, uh, released June 3rd, 2014 here in North America. That was composed by Jeff Kurtanacker. The servers officially shut down for the game November 28th, 2018, due to lack of player interest. Uh, It was developed by Carbine Studios. Like I said, it consisted of several former World of Warcraft employees, but that studio also went out of business, I want to say in like September of 2018, so just two months before the actual servers did come down for the game. Uh, again, very what you would expect, you know, kind of choir type feel to that. But what I particularly enjoy about Hymn of the Six is those guttural chants that you kind of hear in the background. They're very deep. Uh, you know, I can never get my voice that low, no matter how Like it would just it doesn't work. I can't do it. <laughs> but I love the way that that sounds. It's again, it's it's a very simplistic track, but a lot of church music is just hymns and choirs and that kind of stuff, but there there is some, like, the, the Garrick Mock Cathedral track that we opened up the show with. There are ones like that that are just truly out of this world and so spiritual, but this definitely has that hymn feel to it that you would expect, and man, they, they did such a good... I'm sad this game failed, because they did such a yeah, good I job. I have heard of it. Yeah, that's what I mean, a lot of people haven't, but uh, I, I am sad that it failed, because the soundtrack is really strong. I thought the gameplay was quite fun like it just it didn't catch on and that is unfortunate but uh check this soundtrack out it's it's really good there's a lot of hidden gems found there from like some of the area tunes and some of like just the the event themes and that kind of stuff but this man, this song, man—it's it, just—it's incredible to me. I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm on a loan. Maybe I'm alone on an island on this one, but I really liked this. No, I, no,
1: no I, I enjoyed this song. Um, we were nice to have heard of this game.
2: Uh,
1: <laughs> you know what? Let's explore a different religion—a dark religion. Okay. Um, one of my all-time favorite games of all the times. Um, I'm very, very looking forward to the sequel. Not looking forward to the mobile uh, edition. Um, from Diablo. So this is Monastery. that was The Monastery from Diablo 2, which was released June 29th, 2000. Holy crap. This game is 20 years old. I feel super old now.
0: Um, <laughs> Sometimes you don't realize it till you see the dates. Jessica, I was actually yeah. just talking about that because uh, I've been getting into watching Grand Theft Auto 5 RP lately. Uh, um, watching people, like, stream on the no pixel server and she was like, this game is only a couple years old. I was like, it came out in 2013 and she was like, no! And she yeah, looked know, up right? she was like, wow! <laughs> I was like, this game is seven years old already. <laughs> it's, it's, it's
1: nuts. Uh, composed by Matt Hielman, uh who did most of the music for the Diablo series in general.
0: I think he did all of the soundtrack for sure. Yeah,
1: I, I, I think there's like a, a track or two out there that like, there's someone else like who co- collaborated. Um, but you know me, every episode or the themed episode, what do I have to do? I have to get my spooky boy out there.
0: Well, you got more than one on this episode, so.
1: I know it's because because it's I skewed my searches a bit. Um, I absolutely adore this game. Um, the monetary section is definitely evil. Uh, oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and- <laughs> It's Diablo, of course, but the uh, the track itself definitely depicts that evil undertone that you know that that Matt Yulman and the developers were going for in the monastery, like. You you if you walk into a church and you hear that I don't know about you you (laughs) might you might stay I'm gonna turn around and walk out.
1: (laughs) You're not gonna stay for the dark ritual and get all the magical powers that are bestowed upon you.
0: Uh, I don't know, man. Like I might be, I I might be intrigued. (laughs) I might be intrigued by what's going on, but I don't know that I'd stick around. (laughs) You're a smarter man than me. I love that track, though, man. It's so creepy, but that's what it's going for, and. Yeah, like we, we actually just talked about Blizzard a lot on this past episode of uh, the (laughs) Maxwell podcast. We talked about, you know, my experiences recently with Warcraft 3 Reforged and how Blizzard has gone downhill so much with a lot riding on their upcoming games like Shadowlands for World of Warcraft, uh, Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4. Um, I really am hyped for Diablo 4 because they are taking it back to that like super dark, super evil style. I hope they pull it off and I hope the soundtrack is, you know, anything nearly as good as what Diablo has had in the past with their soundtracks because they've been incredible thus far.
1: Yeah, just do us a favor, you know, just scrap your, your mobile nonsense and uh, double
0: down. No, I man, I'm telling you what, that game's going to end up doing pretty well. Diablo Immortal is going to end up yeah, doing really
1: I know, well. I know it will, but, you know, I don't want it to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, another evil pick from Frank. And I think we got a uh, man, maybe oh, I'm like called, one. I'm or, called, don't know, I'm calling out evil. I was going to say, we got a, like one or two more from you, I think coming up still as well. Uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> But for me, I'm going back to some uh, some retro a little bit. We're going to go back to the Super Nintendo to a game that actually never released in North America, though it did come out everywhere else. So it was unfortunate that uh, this game has still not officially been released in North America from Terranigma. This is Sanctuary. Sanctuary from Terra came out October 20th 1995 in Japan Europe and the rest of the world would see it December 19th 1996 except for North America which it again it never has officially released here uh, obviously you can play ROMs and that kind of stuff we don't officially endorse that's that here the download on games
1: to not, not show up here
0: yeah, Terranigma, you know, it's so popular everywhere else. And like, it definitely looks like a fun game. And uh, a lot of, you know, there are a lot of like games that are inspired by it that have been released on other consoles and Steam and that kind of stuff. But yeah, this one officially has has never been released here in North America. And it's so weird to think that uh, just crazy. I, I, but, I,
1: I, I have been around with my friend playing this game because he, he, he has one of those, uh, I guess, unofficial carts. You do you. <laughs> Um, because yeah, I saw that. I was like, wait a second, that game's not supposed to be out, and you don't speak Japanese. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, again, there's been fan translations and stuff, that, that's, with, that's with, what it was. Yeah, with, with, with hacked ROMs, like I said, we don't necessarily endorse that. But for any game that has never been officially released here, if you, if you really do want to that's, play that's it, my then, stance. yeah, yeah like if, then,
1: if there's no other way to play it, then and it's old, you, you, you know, can't, it's, you, can't, it's, it's, you can't blame us, you know, it's old,
0: you know, it came out 25 years ago, so you know, it's, it's okay, I think, at this point, if you really do want to experience a game to, to play a a fan translated version but uh that was composed by Miyoko Takaoka and Masanori Hikichi. That track it's it's very calm, very serene. It's kind of hypnotizing a little bit. Like you definitely kind of get lost in the in the movement of the music there and I I don't know, you you and I were kind of talking about some other things while listening to that, but I was I was drifting away, man. I was letting it take me places, and it's a great piece of music. Like, I really wish we would have got this officially. I, I do think it probably would have done well here in North America, especially on the Super Nintendo being, you know, a game very much kind of like a JRPG on a on a platform and in a time when JRPGs were hugely successful.
1: Well, let's hope maybe maybe they'll remake this one.
0: That'd be cool. I would definitely be down for a Terranigma remake. Uh, looks like it was published. Let's see here. Uh, I have the information pulled up here. It was published by Enix over in Japan. Nintendo published the European version, so that's super weird that they, you know, wouldn't bring it to North America. Maybe Square Enix could potentially bring this back if they have the license. Uh, It was developed by Quintet, which was... makes sense why it was so good because that was also the ActRaiser team and, uh, you know, their last game. That's,
1: that's another one. I wouldn't mind seeing coming back.
0: Yeah. One one of their last games was helping out uh, Sega develop the uh, first Shenmue on Dreamcast. They didn't, you know, they weren't that's fully responsible that for it. That's I'm glad it's over. <laughs> no, they weren't fully responsible <laughs> for it. For Obviously, it. Sega <laughs> did uh, did have a big hand in that as well. But yeah, they helped out with it. So that's kind of neat. Great track, though. Love that.
1: Oh, we have a great track. Um, You know what? I unconsciously picked the same composer more than once. So we're going to get one his tracks uh up next
0: i thought you were doing a back-to-back block of him here because you no, still haven't played the other no, one no. of them yet
1: no, no no i wouldn't do that to you guys um from never winter nights this is the good temple theme number two the good temple theme number two from neverwinter nights which was released god another one you're killing me here june 18th 2002 in north america uh composed by jeremy soul um i love me to Neverwinter. it's it's my wheelhouse man it's it's what it's what i like
0: neverwinter nights definitely is a game that i have a lot of fond memories with and (laughs) no i i absolutely adore (laughs) this series i adore this game it's so good uh Another track that, you know, I, I went into this knowing that a lot of music was going to be somewhat simple, but a church music sometimes is, you know, it was all about yeah. the, uh, the the spiritual nature of this is kind of what I wanted to explore. And man, that was that was, again, so calm, like I could fall asleep to that. Like, that's really relaxing.
1: I mean, this game, it ticked everything for me. You know, It's Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, that's it is what it is. It's in the Forgotten Realms. Um man, I feel so old now. I, I, I don't, I need to like, get my cane and my journal.
0: <laughs> I've been feeling like I need one recently. My back has been like kind of out of place over the past three days. I don't know what happened. I think I slept funny or something, but every time, like when I'm sitting or laying or st- like walking, I'm fine. Usually like I kind of walk with like a pimp limp right at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> my man. But, uh, you know, unintentionally, but what the actual of transitioning from like sitting to standing or standing to laying down like I feel like I'm 80 years old right now like I can barely move Jessica like has to push me up the stairs oh dude it's been it's been it's been so bad like it, it hurts worse today than it has but and you know the past couple days I don't know what like I tried like she walked on my back yesterday like it popped all over the place and like it still didn't help so I, I think I like pulled a muscle or something but I can't it, hope you know, it.
1: It, it, it's, a, it's a popular meme that goes around it's like uh, you should, should a kid who like jumped off a building and he just pops up. I'm fine. And then they yeah. show somebody. You show somebody who's in their 30s laying in bed because they slept funny.
0: Uh yeah, it's just, no, <laughs> dude, it's it sucks. Like I feel like I'm laid up because all I did was you know sleep in an awkward position. But I, I somehow must have pulled a muscle or something. But it just it is so sore. Yeah, I definitely need my cane as well. Uh, because because the medicine's not helping.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'll recommend you some medicine off air. Um,
0: I take it. Don't worry,
1: Holler. <laughs> um, but yeah, just back to the music in general though like I said just nice peaceful calm tumble music like uh
0: yeah for sure
1: is that nice and simplistic I would love like a a new entry into this
0: yeah I I, I don't think we've seen the end of Neverwinter I do think the series will be back at some point uh I I definitely think that we will have a new entry in the future and I can't wait for that that's something that I uh, I mean
1: Neverwinter Nights was 2006 so get on it okay Bioware, yeah. jackass! Uh,
0: <laughs> Bioware, yeah, right. Like <laughs> they do anything good anymore? We have, we'll have to see if Dragon Age Four is good before we trust him for another Neverwinter. It's, it's
1: gonna, it's gonna be the game of the century.
0: Man, I certainly hope so. But I'm going to go to something much more epic here. One of my favorite tracks that we are going to be playing on the episode today. And Frank, I I really do think you're going to enjoy this one a lot. You're going to be very into this. You
1: told me you had something that was going to knock my socks off
0: and I'm waiting for it. This is the one that I think will knock your socks off the most. From Dark Souls, this is Guinevere, Princess of Sunlight. was Guinevere, Princess of Sunlight from Dark Souls. It released October 4th, 2011 here in North America, composed by the legendary and wonderful Matoi Sakuraba. Dude, that just, like I said, might be one of my favorite tracks, if not my favorite track we're going to play. Fire Emblem's also really up there in terms of my favorite tracks we're going to hear today on the episode. But this just, it's such a special track. It's such a special part of the original Dark Souls. You know, Guinevere, Princess of Sunlight, she is... A character that helps out your character throughout the game um you, just like with any type of from software game you can choose to kill her and don't you dare i'm not going to spoil what happens if you do kill this particular character because i think you know dark souls remastered just came out recently a lot of people are still really getting yeah, into this franchise really <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know a lot, of, a lot of a lot of dark souls and any from software game because they're consistently releasing so many awesome things like sekiro just came out last year one game of the year at the official game awards you know they have L- Golden Ring coming out later this year. They're always doing something. That is going to be freaking lit, son. I can't. I'm, I'm excited for that. I, I am excited for Golden Ring. Have,
1: as long as you keep the guys who do the TV show the hell away from me, I'll be fine.
0: <laughs> I am excited for uh, to see what From Software can do because I do enjoy their formula and I and I love their combat mechanics. But yeah, I don't want to spoil what happens if you choose to kill the character. But you can, and I, I prefer leaving her alive when I do play Dark Souls. Um, the music, though, like she's in this like cathedral area. It's so cool. You actually get to revisit this area in Dark Souls three because it kind of takes place a lot in the okay. same area. And getting to revisit that particular scene and moment in Dark Souls three just years, years later with some of the same music playing, dude, it was oh, dude. I had so many goosebumps listening to it just now, but I have I have such strong love for this franchise and for Fromsoft. Software. You know, it really is one of my favorite gaming IPs. These these guys are masters at what they do. And obviously we know Matoi Sakuraba. Come on. The dude is the JRPG legend. Uh, he's composed for so many different things. And the fact that he's so versatile and diverse when it comes to, he can do anything. He literally can do anything. And it, that dude—that track is so good. It's so good.
1: It really is, man. Like, I was, I was asking you, like, who's the singer? Is the, is the character singing? Like,
0: Yeah. Like, you were invested in listening to the track. I, I was. I, 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 do, I, I was silent I, I, with Goose. Bubs up and down my spine and arms. It was yeah, so good.
1: Because this is an audio podcast, uh, Pat and Penny, uh, you can't see it, but I, I, my hair is all standing up on my arm. Like it's...
0: And what little hair is left on your head was standing up as well.
1: Yeah, I wish there was hair standing up on my head. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't get all, folks. Uh, you know, again, when, when I think temple, another thing that pops in my head, which is not video game related per se, is Indiana Jones. Of and course. I
0: mean, that's that's one of the more popular things about Indiana Jones is like the Temple of Doom and all yeah, that kind of stuff. There's,
1: there's, there's lots of temples and things there. Uh, And I was looking, you know, there's a ton of Indiana Jones games, but I wanted to, you know, find something that was a little little more original. So, from Lego Indiana Jones, this is the Temple of the Grail. Uh, This portion is actually called Part 1 Calm. And that was Temple of the Grail, Part One, Com from the Lego Indiana Jones game, uh, which came out June third, two thousand and eight, here in North America. Composed by David Whitaker, the amazing David Whitaker. Um, I love these games. It's,
0: it's, my, it's one of my secret pleasures. You and Jessica both. You guys really enjoyed the Lego games.
1: Um, and David Whitaker, he was big on like the Commodore and the Atari stuff. So like he's oh, dude, he's been around guy. forever.
0: He's been around forever.
1: Yeah, g- 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 show some love to our British uh, compatriots. What up, Martin? How you doing?
0: Uh, <laughs> Also shout out to Techie Geek who chimes in on our, our Discord server with a shout out saying hello to everybody. But we're we're actually uh we're we're popping right now on our BG Mania channel on our Discord. Everyone pick some,
1: uh big up to Techy Geek. Let's let's get a let's get a hate of it. bedroth all around it. Kyle, oh, Kyle Kyle, hi Kyle.
0: We already we already we already talked about bedroth early on in the show. Yeah, Kyle's I currently miss- chatting with I us on the everybody. <laughs> they because cause they know we're recording the episode right now.
1: Yeah, that's why, that's why I'm not responding. Then, also, you have to tag my name around there. Um, also, also big, big, big up to Groovy. Uh, oh, wait, oh, wait, wait. That's something different. Groovy is what we use to listen to the
0: music, Frank. <laughs> I know, I know.
1: Um, as I was telling Brian, I wanted to pick an Indiana Jones track that wasn't John Williams. Like So and the Lego Indiana Jones games, the Lego games in general are amazing. I love the Lego games. They're, they're just they're nice, simple, mindless fun. Uh, we could just go out. Do your little adventure. Build your little things. Um, dying really isn't important because you come right back. Uh It's just sort of like boring. Mario Odyssey. Yeah. What was the with for Odyssey? Ten coins?
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah.
1: Stupid. I, 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 a little slap on the hand. Um, Stupid.
0: Game was so easy.
1: Like I said, it, it was fun for what it was. I didn't die all that often. Um and If you did, you suck. Um <laughs> yeah, it, 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 This is this like the perfect Temple of the Grail. If you ever watch the movie, this, this it definitely took the John Williams inspiration. Oh, for sure. Sure. But 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 it was de- it was definitely wholly original. Like the, you, this, this is what you want when you're doing someone else's work is take take theirs, take the inspiration, make it your own. It stands on its own, good stuff. I also didn't realize this is there's like four or five parts to this song.
0: Yeah, so. there's like four there's four parts to the Temple of the Grey, That's Why when you sent it, I was like, which kind of one do you want to play? Because you know they they all sound totally different. Like this one's yeah, calm. Do. There's one that seems like you know that you're being chased by something. Like they they have a lot of variety in in the terms of the music there. I as well,
1: and I definitely chose calm because I wanted to balance out all the evil that I had also had in my picks.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and what I really like about the opening of that track is like you get a just a tease of the traditional dun dun dun, dun, dun yeah, absolutely, dun, 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 like the Indiana Jones music. Like it's slightly there, but not really at the same time. <laughs> so I thought that was super cool. Brian here with BG Mania. LevelDownGames.com is quickly growing, but with your help and support, we can continue expanding our footprint in the gaming industry at an even faster rate. If you're unfamiliar, we do more than just audio podcasts. All of our content can be found on our main home on the Internet, including new weekly episodes of both BG Mania and Max Level, alongside reviews for the newest released games and accessories, weekly editorial articles and daily news stories. If you aren't yet visiting leveldowngames.com daily, now is the time. We went through a massive redesign for the beginning of the year. Everything is much easier to find, and it looks like a million dollars. Thanks for all the continued support as we continue to expand our presence in the industry with leveldowngames.com frank there's a game that i pick from all the time what is it it is lunar 2 well close uh that is the right game i knew you had it you, knew you had it right you just said the there was wrong there, series there. I, yeah, I missed you, a letter or two yeah you you were right though like i know you were thinking the same okay. game uh lufia 2 rise of the sinistrals the name of this track is shrine that was Shrine from Lufia 2, Rise of the Sinistrals, released sometime in May of 1996, as I always say whenever we play anything from Lufia 2. We don't have an official date on that one, composed by Yasunori Shiono. And it goes back to all of my uh, my theories about the Yasunori. You know, we have Yasunori Shiono knocking the entire soundtrack for Lufia 2 out of the park. Yasunori Mitsuda with his first track of Chrono Trigger, knocking that out of the park. And then more. Recently, as you saw last month with Octopath Traveler, Yasunori Nishiki, knocking that soundtrack out of the park. All of these games, these guys like their first entry into gaming. Something with the name Yasunori when it comes to Japanese video game composers. If you're named Yasunori, chances are you're going to have an amazing breakout first game. Uh, absolutely love this track.
1: You you heard it here first. Start naming your kid Yasunori. Yeah,
0: start naming your kids Yasunori. And let's get all this amazing video game music out there, you know, in another 20, 30 years. Uh, this is the track, actually, when we were doing research for one of the uh, like one of our early themed episodes. And I and I found, you know, I remember this game and remember how amazing the soundtrack was. But I picked something from it, but I listened to the, the, the entire soundtrack and I stumbled on the shrine thing. And this is actually in my playlist, the very first track I saved for this episode. So, And that was like two years ago-ish, or if not longer than that. So uh, this has definitely been an episode that I've been slowly kind of building this playlist up over the past few years, and and now we can finally really start diving into it. I guess if you boil it down, this could be like, because this music... It sounds a little bit darker than the rest of the stuff that I picked. Like, it, it has a little bit more of a sinister undertone, even though it really isn't. But the, just the sound itself and the way that the the instrumentation and music was done, it definitely is a little bit darker. But um, that was just by coincidence. The, the, you know, the track has nothing to do with that. And I just love it, man. It, it's so good. I, I really, really, really want this series to come back as well. Like, I'd love to see Lufia return.
1: Is there a Lufia 3? There?
0: No. There's other Let's Lufias. There's, no, there's other Lufia games, but there's. there's. There's never been, like, an official Lufia 3.
1: Let's get the change. Is it change.org? Let's make this happen. Sign petitions. Yeah. Uh, While we're at it, can you tell them to hurry up with the the Elder Scrolls 6? (laughs) Because I'm dying here. Um, But speaking of of, terrible uh, segue, uh, my next pick comes from the Elder Scrolls for Oblivion. This, my friends, is Piece of the Akatosh. And that was piece of the Akatosh from the Elder Scrolls for Oblivion, which was released March 20th, 2006 here in North America, again, composed by Jeremy Saul. And again, I do that shit unconsciously. I'm
0: sorry, unfortunately, but uh, dude, great pieces of music. So why complain? I guess a <laughs> um,
1: little bit controversial Oblivion, not my favorite game in the series uh I my think.
0: favorite game in the series 1000%. <laughs> I, I are you sounds like you're crying that, that how amazing that track No, <laughs> no it's it 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 a good
1: track. Um I'm I'm more of a Skyrim and Morrowind kind of guy, what can I say? Um, yeah, no, I
0: I know you are. But um man like that, yes, it's like very spiritual. I could see that being played in a church during like a funeral or something. <laughs> this,
1: um, and again, this is a game that's what we're going on almost 15 years now. Uh, if I remember this absolutely correctly, and I think I do, this is plays at an outdoor shrine um like in the, in the in the woods if i'm not mistaken if i'm wrong let me know but i'm probably i probably am wrong uh that, that, that that's how my that's how my mind remembers these things
0: yeah see i don't i don't remember exactly you know it has been i played oblivion when it initially released on sorry, xbox 360 <laughs> yeah it's been a while and i haven't gone back to it since i finished it like i you finished that game in 2016 or not 2016 my god in 2006 so
1: now, you know, I love these games. In fact, I actually just re-bought Skyrim for PS4. Yeah. I'm having the damnedest time even trying to get back into it just because games have come so far since that I almost feel like I'm playing antiquated technology.
0: That's my big issue and my big fear because I did make a promise that I was going to finish Skyrim. Uh, well, start and finish Skyrim in 2020. I'm, I'm having a a bad like feeling that I'm not really going to enjoy it. So I I hope that I do, but I can't promise that it's going to be something that I'm really going to enjoy. And then if I don't, I won't even stick with it. So we'll have to wait and see. I,
1: I, honestly, I, w- I wouldn't blame you if you didn't do it. It just it, it is it's a great game. I love the game. It's one of my all time favorite games. It's just been a real slog trying to get into it. I even started up as a character and race that I wouldn't have. I, I picked an Argonian, which I've never really played as an Argonian. Um, I'm a Kaji guy. Um, just for the sake of like trying to make things different. Just that's not doing it for me.
0: Yeah. But it is a great track. Again, it's another one of those that's very calming, very peaceful. Like I said, I could easily see this being played at like somebody's funeral, like in remembrance type of a thing. Uh, dude, it's it's really, really good. It it speaks to the spiritual nature that this episode was kind of aiming for. And it, and it works perfectly. So, yeah, for sure. Um, all right. Well, we are down to our final two tracks of the episode. Frank and I each have one pick left and I am closing out with another JRPG, one that I will be playing potentially this year again, because I did pick up the collection that recently came out, the Grandia 1 and 2 remastered collection uh, from Grandia 2. This is Grana Sanctuary. And that was Granus Sanctuary from Grandia 2, released December 6, 2000 on the Sega Dreamcast here in North America. And then the version that I play every time I talk about it came out January 28, 2002 on the PlayStation 2. Composed by one of my favorite composers of all time, someone that we actually did a deep dive on recently. Uh, uh, last year, actually, Noriyuki Awadare. Uh, I love him. I actually think he's a phenomenal composer and... I think that it shows with this particular track, Ground of Sanctuary, from, from Grandia 2. I do have a little bit more information on this track than I had for anything else. Uh, the choir featured on the soundtrack, so probably what we heard in the background there was a lulacan. And vocals and lyrics were done by Kaori Kawasumi. So I don't know if maybe that was like the main vocalist that we heard during that track or not. But uh, that is the, obviously, some of the um, credits that I was able to find. So I did want to just kind of point that out. I love this track, man. Like I said, I really do like Grandia as a franchise. I've talked about it so many times, how, how we're never going to get a Grandia four because of the, uh, the guy that created it passing away and the team just wishing to let the series rest with its original creator. I totally respect that. I think what they did with Grandia one, two and three is enough for fans of the franchise and series. Yes. It'd be cool to return to this world, but obviously because the creator passed away it, um, they, they wanted to just let it rest with him. And and I totally respect that. This is another one of those tracks. I, I specifically closed with this one after opening with fire emblem, three houses, Garrick Mock Cathedral. This is another one that I just feel like it encapsulates everything that this episode was meant to be, at least in my opinion, like, you know, very spiritual, very out of body, out of mind type of experience while listening to it. Uh, super, just man, really touching. Really, really well done.
1: Can you honestly just imagine like pick yourself going to church, sitting down and just hearing them like bust something out and hearing the cigarette go? Like, I would- I'd
0: be, I'd be enthralled, dude. I'd be, I'd be in awe of what was happening. I
1: would go way more often.
0: I would, yeah, I, I would probably go. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be, it'd be so cool. Like, I, I, I do wish, uh, I wish some of these gaming compositions could be incorporated into traditional church music. That'd be really cool.
1: <laughs> Our next song is by Iron Butterfly, and it's called In the Garden of Eden. <laughs>
0: <laughs> In the Garden of Eden. I don't know. Is that how that goes? Probably not. But <laughs>
1: No, it's In a it's Garden of Eden, baby. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that was great. But Brian, I get to close out with one of our favorites.
0: Yeah, you get to you get the uh, the honors of closing out the episode this week. And uh, what sinister track did you have for us? Well, of course,
1: From Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, I want to close out with a church. Uh, the game itself was released for Super Nintendo in, in June of 96.
0: And I think that's the version that you and I are most familiar with. Yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, this was in the well, arcades. Well, maybe not for you. I was going to say, maybe not for you.
1: I, 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 of course, played this in the arcades first because I freaking lived in the arcades. This came, came out, out the at,
0: year prior, right? Yeah, it
1: came out uh, November 6th of 95. Uh, um, so I was... 13 years old, which is prime arcade time for me. Um and this was composed, of course, by Dan Fortin. Uh Mr. Mortal Kombat.
0: That's Yes, of course.
1: Um I, I love this one. Just hearing this track, I could picture the level. I could picture myself kicking your ass. Well not your ass, but but I probably would kick your ass. No, but, you uh, definitely
0: would. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't think that I would stand a chance against you in Mortal Kombat, did you? I mean you live you live, breathe, sleep, eat Mortal Kombat. You're I you're was weird in like that. The
1: arca- I was in the arcade. I want to say like six days a week. Like it was, it was that bad for for a while because I had little to no parental supervision because they had other kids to worry about.
0: <laughs> and it's so cool because, um, you know, the composer uh, Dan Forden. You feel like he got a little bit of inspiration for this track from maybe Castlevania because there's a lot that, of vibes. Sure. Yeah, there's a lot of vibes from Castlevania in this track.
1: Yeah, definitely, like with the whole little rising structure. And I know we don't talk too much about music theory, but like you, you definitely hear the whole. Instrumentation that you hear from like a traditional Castlevania. This one, for sure.
0: Yeah, and, and there's actual, actually several tracks that we probably could have picked from the Castlevania franchise that we've yet to play. So uh, when we do a part two, that might be I something le- that we I actually explore. D- I
1: legitimately dug through like the sanctuary areas, and the tracks, and the songs are very, very short. It's, that's why I didn't pick anything.
0: Yeah, but there's there's a couple that I stumbled on there, that there, we could there, probably there play. There are. Yeah, like I said, we got plenty of material left for a uh, for a part two, which we will definitely do at some point in the uh, in the far out future future I don't know exactly when it'll be but uh, it'll be sometime in the future like I said I don't like to repeat the same ideas for an episode in the same calendar year so it won't be this year but uh, we will definitely do a part two because I have enough tracks left over and Frank can find another eight and we could probably find we could easily do three or four episodes on this there's so much material out there for this you know any JRPG has this kind of music and I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode we had a lot of fun putting this one together researching these tracks kind of letting them take us to the place that they were meant to obviously in the spiritual state of mind and listening to these with with an open mind. It was a lot of fun. And man, I just like I said, I, I was really excited to do this episode and it didn't disappoint me. I think this was great.
1: Good stuff from top to bottom.
0: Yeah. And bottom, it, and bottom to just, top.
1: Yeah. You know, was that in park? I On don't know. Bottom, Okay. Who knows? Uh, don't mind me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And it's going to bring us to the close of the show this week, though, unless you have anything else you want to mention before we get on out of here.
1: Brian, you know what? I think we said it all.
0: All right, well, we want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania made possible by leveldowngames.com. Don't forget to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes to BG Mania at leveldowngames.com. Regardless of the podcast service you're listening through, be sure to show your support by leaving a rating and to review, especially if you're listening through Apple Podcasts. I know we have a lot of new listeners lately. Uh, Feel free to send us in some submissions for upcoming radio hours. We'd love to feature, you know, we get a lot of repeat uh, requests from people that we've seen before. Love to get some new listeners input in the show so uh, like I said I've I've seen the download numbers we've had lately and I can definitely tell uh, our audience has expanded greatly over the past couple months and you know throughout the last year so Uh, new listeners don't be shy write in bgmania at leveldowngames.com submit track ideas for uh, radio hours and upcoming themed episodes it'd be a lot of fun to get some new input as well Uh, we'd also be grateful if you could drop it over to our YouTube channel that's youtube.com forward slash leveldowngames to subscribe to us there we are so close to 4,000 subscribers I want to cross that number so we can start chugging up our our way towards 5 thousand. And while you're at it, hit up twitch.tv forward slash level down games and click that follow button. Do me a favor, show another uh, level down game member some love twitch.tv forward slash crazed D11 K-R-A-I-Z D11. Go check him out. He streams every day except for Monday generally, uh, playing a multitude of different games over there. So, So go toss him a follow and check him out whenever he's live. Stalking us on social media is perfectly acceptable. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook would be the place to do so. Check that description box for the appropriate links. And in that description box, you will find a link to our discord server click it join it and interact with us we have a ton of fun interacting with people as you heard throughout the episode today people talking to us while recording the episode and us responding giving shout outs while while recording uh, we want every listener of BG Mania every listener of the Max a podcast and every reader of level Games.com dot com to be in our discord server interacting with us don't be shy don't be afraid to come in uh, we have a decent amount of people in there but not nearly as much as you think for the amount of downloads we get so come in interact with us it'll be a lot of fun. Next week on the show, Frank, it's the end of the month already. We're closing out February with another episode of Radio Hour, Volume 32 going to be fun. Five picks from me, five picks from you, one from Jessica, one from you guys, the listeners. And uh, it's always an eclectic mix of music. Uh, Frank, I think you said you already had a couple of your picks ready. I
1: I do. They're actually sitting right here on my desktop. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I was going to say, I think you already have a couple of yours picked out. I, I don't know exactly what I'm playing this time, but Radio Hour is always a lot of fun. So be excited for next week if you've never heard of Radio Hour before. Taking us out of this episode, once again, we have The Church from Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, again composed by Dan Forden. Keep the music playing and keep it loud.